what a week it's been. So much to talk about and so many things we can't talk about. <laughs> oh. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. How's it going? Wait, wait, wait. Ugh. <laughs> All right, Harris, what is it? Um. Okay, well, I was going to do this before we went on the air, but... This is all going to be on the air. That's the yeah, start of the no, podcast. I know. I know. That was just horrible timing. I'm shocked this hasn't happened before. But I was just going to say, I guess just keeping it in theme, the Trish Stratus giggle is a lovely touch. That's what you added, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it I, is. I was going to say that before we went on the air, but, you know, here we are. We're picking it back up from where we started last week. It's a good addition. Yeah, yeah, because if you guys listened to the episode last week, again, this is why you have to listen to our episode every single time we have one. Like, you yep. have to. or you, We you pay just... a lot of attention to continuity, much like actual yeah. wrestling. Yeah, we do. And so, you know, last week I mentioned about the uh, addition to the new uh, little opening video, and Harris, of course, never listens to our episodes, which is fine. I mean, it makes sense. He listens to it once. He doesn't want to do it again. Um and uh, so he had no idea what I was talking about, and I decided not to tell him, and he was just going to have to listen for himself. And so that's what happened. That's what we uh, started the show very abruptly and weirdly talking about. So. It was truly horrible timing, but that's fine. I, I, I feel like it's a great introduction. to the, Lance Catamaran in particular is the perfect <laughs> way to start this show because I feel like that's that's you, especially you, by the end of every episode. You're just like, well... <laughs> There it is. Many many episodes, especially the ones Harris does. Yeah. Um, I bring out the worst in you, and I enjoy that. Yeah, but that it's all for the best. Um, yeah, no, once – I don't even remember when I started doing the, the Lance Catamaran open. I forgot when it was. We, we ended up talking about it, I think, at some point, or I, or I had found it again because South Bar Regional Wrestling is one of the greatest wrestling, wrestling promotions of all time. And yeah. um, I remember – I remember it, I was like watching it through it again, and I think that's episode one. I think it's the very first episode. I think it is. And yeah. it's like one. It's one of the first things that's said. <laughs> just, just what a week it's been. So much to talk about. So many things we can't talk about. And I was like, that. That's our show. That's literally <laughs> our show. Every week. <laughs> it's so more, like, more than perfect. what he says. It's that look in his eyes that's just like. Yeah, that I, I, I that I couldn't be here. That I couldn't capture on the uh, on the intro. No, I know, but it it comes through, I think, because John Cena is a phenomenal actor and charismatic person, so it's fine. He, he's he's very funny. He's very funny, and uh, so yeah, it's it's a perfect intro. And then I added the weird little Tristratus giggle just because I thought it was weird, and I was like, I'm just gonna put this here and just see what happens. And it's uh, good. I like it. I like the idea of you adding something to the intro every week. <laughs> Until the intro is like 30 <laughs> minutes long just to see what we can get away with. It's just a like, highlight reel of wrestling lines and stuff. It's basically gonna... like the WWE Open. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Just that gets be, longer just and longer. In an audio version. Mm-hmm. You know, the next one is going to be uh, Jerry Lawler going, look out! 
<laughs> that's pretty good. See, this is the experiment continues. We're thinking of innovative new stuff here all the time. Oh man. Okay, so we're doing we're doing that thing again where we're recording on a Sunday afternoon and there's a WWE pay per view Sunday night. Wait, there is. Yeah, Clash of Champions. Oh. It's, it's tonight. I'm, I'm, it was last I'm night. I'm one oh, million percent very serious. In this. I'm one million percent yeah. serious. I had no idea. I yeah. Listen, it's gonna be fine. Bailey's probably gonna lose to Charlotte, which is annoying. But other than that, we're not gonna talk about it because we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so that's gonna be fun. Uh, you know that young up and comer Charlotte Flair. You love to see her get a new opportunity. That's just. There isn't enough. That that almost makes me want to like drive to your place and just watch you watch <laughs> Sasha beat Bailey because that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen was at WrestleMania when ba- oh, man, the, when ba- Bailey Gate happened. That that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen was your reaction. It, I think it's genuinely the most angry I've ever been watching wrestling. And that was the funniest. And because part. because it didn't even work. It didn't even work as a wrestling moment. Like, in, in storyline terms, it didn't work because Naomi wasn't a heel. Like, she won the match. It was like an over-the-top rope battle royal. And she won the match because she was hiding under the ring like a coward outside of, like, <laughs> away from the competition. Came running back in, dumped Bailey after Bailey thought she was the last one left. And then they're like, what a great moment. This is great for Naomi. This is so inspiring. Like, no, it's not. That doesn't work. If she had just beaten her, I would have been like, that's annoying, but like, whatever, I don't hate Naomi, that's annoying, but fine. It was the it was the <laughs> cognitive dissonance of the whole thing that pissed me off. That no, and the fact no, that they fake you out because you thought Bailey had won. Sure. Like, use that to get heat one way or another, like a babyface eliminating the heel who thinks they won, or a heel getting more heat, but they didn't. They were just like, oh, isn't that inspiring? It's not. <laughs> Naomi's a coward. She's scared of Bailey. You can quote me on that. <laughs> was from like wrestlemania two years ago i know i know well i remember it very distinctly this was also i mean you got to keep in mind this is before bailey like had a decent main roster run like she's been champion for a while now even if you know even if she loses slash has lost the title by the time you're hearing this she's gonna go back after it like she's in a program in the main event with three of the other best women's wrestlers in the company like she's where she needs to be at this point she wasn't she was just kind of there and she really needed something to hang her hat on so i was way more invested in that happening okay so because we always record these at a really poor time (laughs) as far as like when wrestling actually happens um (laughs) i mean we picked the worst possible time to to actually record a podcast on a Sunday afternoon every week when mm-hmm. Sunday nights are pay-per-views and Monday nights and Tuesday nights are the shows. Um, right. If we were smart, we would have recorded on like Wednesday nights or something. But, but uh, we did. I mean, we intentionally figured out, well, one, we're recording based on when it's convenient for us, not right. you, the listener. Sorry right, about that. Right. <laughs> but, but number two, we, we were smart enough to say early on, well, we're probably not going to want to or be able to talk about current events every week so that'll sure. be secondary well yeah so like of the actual topic which that that panned out better than we thought because now it's not even like oh we didn't have time to get to it all or or there's people <laughs> who oh there's people who do this stuff better than us now it's just like i didn't i, I didn't i haven't watched anything in two months i don't right. know <laughs> right um okay speaking of speaking of watching things i did watch stuff uh the past couple of weeks um, okay because i watched uh 
uh, because I watched because Chad Gable's going through this King of the Ring thing. So we talked about that last week, uh-huh. and so that's intriguing me because I really like Chad Gable, and um, it it's the strangest thing I think officially I've ever seen is this this push and this thing going on. Uh, and that it officially it's already been kind of weird. I mean, we talked about how it's really weird that they've literally created the most generic possible character, like on purpose. It almost seems like yeah. Um, and that's that's odd. And then, did you hear about what happened on Tuesday on SmackDown? I I didn't ask if you watched it. Did, did any of I you guys catch that? I didn't ask if you watched it because I know the answer, but I asked if he's heard of anything. I don't. You're going to have to be more specific. I don't think so. Okay, so he was in the, the semifinals against Elias for the King okay, of the Ring. Okay, right. Well, apparently Elias broke his leg or something. I don't know if that's real or not. That's how in the loop I am. But uh, he was hurt and could not compete. Um, so it turns out uh, Shane McMahon put himself in that spot, because he, which actually makes perfect sense, because he want, cause the, he, what he said was, Oh, King of the Ring, it's a prestigious title and he's all about prestigious wrestling titles. So right. it, it in kayfabe it totally makes sense. Right. Um but it's just nobody cares. Right. And so that happened and it literally almost seems like a oh, maybe he's not getting over as much as we thought. Put Shane in there to literally mm-hmm. take all the attention. Yeah. And I was watching the match, and it's just a straight. And then he gets Kevin Owens that he coerces, and he's like, "You have to do this. You have to be my be the ref, or you're fired." Uh, right. Classic thing. And um, and I was just watching, it. and of course Gable goes out there and immediately hits his finisher and pins him. And then, and, and Owens like does a fast count to get the pin. Excellent. And then and then Shane's just like, "No, we it's two out of three now," and is all mad at Owens. And so then it happens, and it's just horrible because Shane is just horrible. It literally – this is what it looks like. It looks like a B – or maybe even worse than that, like a like a C list act – no, no, worse than that. It, it's like a – it's literally like a movie that's a drama that has some established actor in a really pathetic somewhat action scene, but it's mm-hmm. not an action movie. And it looks like Shane Man is that – older actor and chad gable is the really knowing exactly what he's doing bad guy who's the stunt man that's almost what the match looked like like i'm sitting here i'm like shane like he you can't even move right shane like gable's literally the probably the slickest in-ring performer in wwe right now because he's a actual wrestler and it was just it just didn't look good at all um Anyway, he ended up winning, so Gable is in the finals on Monday Night Raw, which isn't even at Clash of the Champions. It's at Raw the next night, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah. Against Baron Corbin, which is fun. Which I talked about this because I saw the thing on SmackDown of Baron Corbin uh, winning and moving on, and all I could think of was Baron Corbin is Sheamus when he won King of the Ring. Mm. It's literally the boring heel who has nothing going, and they give them the king of the ring so they can parade around looking like a king and that can be their gimmick for like a few months baron corbin is sheamus is a pretty good way to sum up like his entire career actually yeah and I he's got just nothing he's against, the new he's just that guy i got nothing against sheamus i mean he's a cool guy and i mean he's fine but mm-hmm. but he's fine and, and when he was and like he's fine once he was like in the tag team with cesaro and you know in he's fine 
when he mm-hmm. was being pushed as the champion, it was horrible because mm-hmm. nobody cared ever, and it was so boring. And that's that's I feel. And look, Corbin's fine. Like he's fine. He's not as bad as a lot of people say, but just nobody right. cares really. There's a few weird I'm, people that actually really care on Twitter that I found, but most people don't care. Well, I think it's just they're just doing it ironically. I mean, it's the same thing as like there were some people who were behind Jinder Mahal at first because he wasn't Roman right. Reigns. Okay, that actually it's was really – yeah, I remember that. That was horrible. Um, yeah, that was terrible. I mean, it's just like at least they're not making him try to be the – like he's not the authority figure anymore because that was worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're kind of letting him go back to what he was in NXT, which is just like generic upper mid-card heel who has potential but hasn't quite like – found that right yet so he's just kind of annoying right you know what i mean like he's not there's nothing really great or really charismatic about him he's just solid right yeah no I. so he's gonna win obviously he's (laughs) right um but like this is the other thing i i just don't get what they're what this thing is with gable i almost feel like they're burying him by pushing him because it's this weird thing of everything they do is not about him it's all about everyone else. And so I'm watching yeah. Shane and how he's being the heel and getting Kevin Owens to do fast counts and getting him to do slow counts whenever Gable's trying to do pins. And the crowd's getting annoyed. I'm not sure if it's necessarily a good annoyed or not good annoyed. I couldn't I can't tell. But it's getting a little bit of a reaction. But it's not a it's not about anyone. Like like when and these are good heel moves, but they're not being done right. Like it just felt wrong. Like it just felt. It literally felt like. I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. But it wasn't. I, it wasn't done well. It was not getting Gable over. That's a good way to put it. It was no. not. It didn't look like it was. It looked like they were trying to, and they just were failing miserably. Yeah, I, I know what you're getting at. I mean, there's a world in which this works, right? right. Like I get their thinking. Like I'm like, thinking we need of re- to get, like yeah, well, like if. If you want someone to get over, you have them interact with other people who are over. And not just in the sense of like going over in a match, but like they interact in ways yeah. that they put the other person over. Even if it's just them being like, hey, you know, Kevin Owens. Everyone loves Kevin Owens. So if Kevin Owens like, you know, gives him the fist bump, is like, yeah, I like this guy. He's cool. Then theoretically, he's giving him the rub a little bit. But right. They're not really doing that. They're just kind of shoving him into another storyline. Well, and that also is already- nobody cares about Shane McMahon. So yeah. that I think that's another problem, and and they're playing up as it, this is the most WWE thing out of the whole thing. They're playing up, oh, he's tiny, and he's constantly they're constantly doing all these short jokes and everything, which is just right. I mean that is textbook WWE. Um, well, and yeah, that, that's another thing that that works. It works sometimes, and sometimes it just doesn't. This this is one of those right. things. I don't remember where I heard it from. It was one of the wrestlers uh, talking about it on some podcast, a tip that they got when they were first learning. I don't remember who it was now, but they were talking about like get, doing a promo. It, I don't remember if it was Steve Austin or Jericho or someone, but and they were saying like in their promo when they were they were talking about they were wrestling like an older veteran. Mm-hmm. And they they made like this big thing about, oh, you're so old and like this whole thing. And then when they came back, one of the promoters or the wrestler was like, why would you do that? Like, the whole point is to get yourself over and get the other person over for this match. 
And now if now you're booked to go out and lose to this guy. You've now lost this guy who's old and decrepit and it makes you look not it makes you look bad. Which in a way you're supposed yeah. to look like you're supposed to look bad for a heel in a certain sense, but like it makes you look bad. That that's the vibe I was getting from this. Like you're not getting your star over. Like you're it almost makes because you know people are sitting here you're almost making them go why are we caring about this guy right and it's just I not mean, done well it depends on how like what the end game is right like if yeah i i assume that the finals are going to be the main event event of raw it was a main event of smackdown too but okay but well, yeah, so yeah, yeah like if we assume that the finals are in the main event of raw that's pretty cool like that elevates king of the ring a little bit because otherwise it would be like the second match on the pay-per-view right yeah you that's, know what that's i mean fair. so it, it makes it a little bit of a bigger deal. It gives Gable a chance to shine like in the main event in a decent wrestling match. Sure. If it's like, oh, he overcomes the odds and he beats Baron Corbin, the bigger, you know, theoretically stronger, has right. more power, has more support in the system, all that sort of stuff, then great. Like he overcame the odds even though he's small, sort of a Daniel Bryan situation. Like that helped him get right, over. Yeah, I got that vibe too where it's like, oh, they're trying to do Daniel Bryan, but it – the way they're doing it, it it doesn't it doesn't work. They're not doing it right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think it's more likely that Baron Corbin wins and then they feud for a bit. That would be you know interesting. I, I think that's more likely because he's just it's a heel thing to win. You know what I mean? Like yes. Oh yeah, you can't ever have a face win King of the Ring. No, it's meant to give him an annoying platform. He sits on a throne. He just makes right. an ass of himself, and you want to see Chad Gable just kill him. Right. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, I just feel like this is the kind of thing where they push Gable for a minute and then Baron Corbin wins and then wins the feud and then Chad Gable isn't on television ever again. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I really I, hope I this know. ends. Oh, they wouldn't they would never do this, but they should do this. <laughs> this <laughs> then we know to end. if it's ever oh, they should do this. You know, it's not going to. Yeah, no, I know they won't. Like, Baron Corbin tries to cheat to win. He's got, like, a crony or somebody on his side. Maybe it's Shane. And Jason Jordan comes in and runs <laughs> interference and allows Chad Gable to win. And then, like, if Jordan can't wrestle anymore, but he becomes, like, his mouthpiece and his manager. <laughs> okay, one, that's Gable's okay thing. hang on. One thing, Jason Jordan cannot be anyone's mouthpiece. But But I like this idea. That would not work. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? No, but but everything else works. Like I like the yeah. idea of that. I'm just I'm just mad they split them up. Their tag team was awesome, and they should have always stayed as a tag team. And the problem is WWE hates tag teams, so they yeah, they should have was... stayed a tag team and left WWE and gone somewhere else. <laughs> By the way, speaking of, how do you feel about the fact that two singles wrestlers, as of this recording, hold the tag team championships on Raw? I'm not even gonna mention it. <laughs> It's, oh, oh, but no, wait. It's it great. Gets it, it it's gets another. It's another one. plus for AEW and why WWE is going to go out of business. Well, here's another thing. As of this recording, <laughs> okay, pause. We're going to come back to what you just <laughs> said. As of this recording, they are fighting tonight against two other singles wrestlers who just randomly came together and formed a tag team. Yep. So that's great. That that's that's the WWE tag team scene in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, don't care. Um, but yeah, you heard it here first, folks. WWE going out of business. That's right. You did. You did. That Mark that's gonna be it. that's gonna be the title of this episode. It's just gonna be WWE going out of business. See if we can get that's, clickbait from it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was gonna say that's called clickbait, kids. That's smart. We just work the hottest takes into the title every week. That's all this episode's about. We're just gonna say how many things we can say 
just to get as many clicks as possible. Okay, I will say... CM Punk, rumored to return at Class of Champions. Yeah, for sure, for sure. (laughs) I will say, speaking of getting eyes on the product, and this is the only other current events thing that I have to talk about, the Fox commercials, the SmackDown on Fox commercials are awesome. They are. (laughs) That that makes me so angry. I've been watching football all day. This is such false advertising. It's driving me nuts. But what if it's not, though? But it is. Let's just dream for a second. What if it's not? What if they are actually like, we're going to treat this a little bit more like sports. We're going to advertise it in the mainstream. We're going to have stories that are like, they're always going to be a little silly. But guess what? Like half the shows that they promote on Fox are also pretty stupid. If they just treat wrestling with the same like level of seriousness in the mainstream as like I don't know 911 which I've never seen an episode of in my life but looks pretty dumb that's going to mean more people watching wrestling and that's just exciting yes but Harris they're not I just went through some of the episodes of Smackdown or some of the Smackdown episode from last week like are they just going to make a hard left turn like there there's no gradual anything with this so that's why I'm like there's not there's no way they're just going to be like, all right, we're on a different network. This is a totally different show. I don't know. I mean, I just th- – this is the first time in the five years or so that I've been a wrestling fan that it's not going to be the same network and the same production crew on the same night. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to That's look true. like Monday Night Raw because it's not – it's just – it is a different show. It's the same show. It's still SmackDown or whatever. But all of the people running it like – it is a different animal. I'm just no, curious. No, it's to not, see. Harris. Did you you look? You clearly were. You came around way too late for wrestling, dude. SmackDown first started on you. Uh, I believe it first started on UPN. It might have had a few episodes on some other channel, but I remember it when I first started. It was on UPN, and then it went to like this weird time when it was on my network TV, and then it was on CW or maybe the other way around. CW and then my network TV. And then I think it was on. Then it was on Sci-Fi before finally going to USA. It's always been the same. Nothing has changed, just right, because of what network it's on. This isn't Spike TV or Sci-Fi. This is Fox. Like it is a bigger deal. They paid a billion dollars for it. They're taking it super seriously. Maybe nothing will change. I'm just saying. Look, I'm, I, I'm with you. Like I hope so. It. I hope so. But I, I'm not optimistic about it. Yeah, I don't know. They got we'll another see. draft coming up, too. I think it's oh, on the first gosh, episode. Yeah, that's uh, – who cares? Look, if they actually honor it, then I'll be excited about it. But Which, who knows if they will. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like they say – I mean the rumor is Fox wants to treat it more like sports and have, you know, wrestling on Fridays, college football on Saturdays, and NFL on Sundays. Like that's Fox's thing. It's going back to so Fridays? So if they actually – just treat it like a kayfabe draft. I don't know why this wait, is, is it so going, hard. Wait, hang on. Is it going back to Fridays? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. That needs to be, yeah, yes. It's Monday, Tuesday, you know stupid. What I, like, I, I've just never understood why they don't treat the draft like an actual draft. Why they have a superstar shakeup every year. I agree. Just have a scene where like the two GMs are talking and negotiating or trading for picks. I don't know why they thought that was a bad idea, and they never did it. Like they did it a little bit the first draft, and they've yeah. never done it since. That's a yeah. terrible idea. No, I'm with you. I don't get it either. But okay. I mean, like they're gonna have Renee Young hosting the weekly like studio show, right, on FS1 or FX or something like that. That's their plan. 
imagine if they would actually have her talk about like kayfabe contracts and like, well, this GM, you know, Eric Bischoff decided to trade Becky Lynch for this reason. And what if they do this? Like, just take it a little bit seriously. I agree. I think that'd be great. I, yeah, I that agree. being said, it'll be it'll be thrown out the window in two weeks. But oh, for sure. You know. uh, we've been watching it long enough to know how it works. Um, okay, the other thing, going back to Chad Gable for a second, I, I noticed this when I was watching um, his match before, and especially when I saw the little graphic, the King of the Ring match graphic afterwards with right. uh, him and Baron Corbin. I understand partially now what they're doing with him. They're trying to make him a kid. And I and I'm, I'm I'm dead serious. They are trying to make him a kid, and look as much like a kid as possible to appeal to the kids. That's why he got his hair cut like that. He looks like a freak. He looks like a a a Backstreet Boy. Like like that's what they're doing. Interesting. Yep, that's Backstreet Boy is an interesting word. Is an interesting one to just pull oh, out. Yeah, no, literally, just look at him. The haircut they gave him, he, it looks like it looks like a bash, a Backstreet Boy haircut. And anyway, it, it's, that just makes me think of Beaver Cleavage, dude. Wait, <laughs> what? A grown man. It's just a grown man <laughs> pretending oh, to be a kid. Okay, no, it's not that. They're not doing that. But they're they're trying to make him appeal i can they're visually trying to make him appeal and identify to kids like that that is what i think that's what they're doing great and it's dumb but anyway great like because i immediately don't take him as seriously as when he had long hair let me just put it that way i um, mean his long hair was like 60 percent of his charisma he had long hair and now and he, had, he had a singlet because he was a wrestler and now he just has regular wrestling trunks and short hair and it's like they literally like a just generic stripped. wrestler yes they just they game. stripped everything his music is the number one preset in the wwe library like they just it's it almost seems like they're doing it on purpose and i don't I, it doesn't make sense to me I, mean, I don't know maybe they are maybe they just like if his whole thing if they could take it a degree further and just make his whole thing be he's a generic wrestler that would be kind of funny if they were like self-aware about it <laughs> that would be pretty funny but, but they're not smart they, enough <laughs> no no that's way too clever but it's fun oh, man uh next week on the chad gable experience uh we'll talk about his king of the ring match with baron corpin <laughs> Woo! <laughs> i wonder if anything so crazy will ever happen that we just have to stop and be like we're talking about this for our topic this week dude that, that, happened. Happened. that happened but not on this podcast on my other one uh at uncaped crusaders review on twitter um yeah on the uncaped crusaders review podcast the batman and movie podcast i have them on yeah. with my buddy ian um we that literally happened the news that robert pattinson was being cast as batman happened while we were recording like i got a notification on my phone oh that's awesome it wasn't like the final one but it was the first like robert pattinson to be cast as batman thing and it literally happened while we were recording so that was pretty wild yeah that's pretty good that was pretty cool so i don't think anything like that can happen it would literally have to be cm punk signs with aew or david arquette inducted into the wwe hall of fame they're like those are the only two things i can think of that would even be options yeah pretty much that's certainly <laughs> up there i was just thinking about like something silly like something we would actually do a topic on but just the week of you know what i mean yeah okay like, yeah, if, yeah yeah oh if yeah there's we an could episode do that. of the that might there's happen. an episode of the Firefly Funhouse that is just so bananas that we call each other during the week and we're like, we're just talking about this, right? 
I, I'm waiting for that moment to happen. But the problem is we don't watch it, so we wouldn't even know. Oh, that's true. It might have already <laughs> happened. Shoot. Oh, man. Who knows? Uh, so uh, do you want to you want to you want to go through and uh, go through the matches of class champions so that everyone can hear our totally no idea what's going on picks after they've already happened? I, if you want to, it doesn't kinda, sound like entertaining to me, but listen, you're the boss. I don't know. Part of me kind of wants to because that's the dumbest idea ever. All right, let's do it. Let's do it quick, and we'll okay. see if we're right or wrong. Okay, that's a good idea. All right, so you guys all already know what has already happened, but we are now going to tell you what we think was going to happen before it happened. So, uh, Universal title Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. I think Braun Strowman is going to win, and he's going to throw Seth Rollins uh, into a uh, um, a porta potty like he did with Kevin Owens. Um. I think Seth's going to win after a perfectly fine match. I think there might be some interference <laughs> by whoever is fighting the champion next. That that Yours sounds more likely, but mine sounds more fun. Um, all right. Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton for the WWE title. Uh, you can go first. Uh, I think Kofi's going to win because I think they just kind of want to keep Pushing Kofi as champion, I think that's fun. I think that's a marketable thing when they start the new SmackDown. I think you're 100% wrong. They want the title to be on Orton, a uh, familiar face with SmackDown when they go into the, uh, the the Fox thing. Yeah, I mean, both of those arguments make sense. It also makes sense because you could see Kofi chasing to start yeah. the show, which also makes sense. Yeah, all right. Uh, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks. Oh, man. See, this is – I think you got to give it to Sasha here. I think she's just come back. She's hot. You have to capitalize on that. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Bailey, Charlotte, Flair. Uh, we all know Charlotte's winning that. Sorry, Harris. I mean, there could potentially – I agree. Like, if I had to put money on I'd put money <laughs> on Charlotte. I do think there's a chance they want to have both Bailey and Sasha holding the belts and, yeah, like, ratchet fair. up a potential feud between the two of them. But that would, like – be interesting and a good long-term storytelling decision <laughs> so you got to go the and opposite charlotte look at charlotte flair she's a genetic freak people know the name flair she's got big old boobies just put her on the put her on the tv it'll make money put her on there it's good yeah that sounds much more wwe yep. um all right roman reigns eric rowan i don't know i don't know what's going on here uh roman reigns wins just because I, yeah, again, the long-term choice that would actually be interesting is, like, have Rowan go over, have him bury him with a forklift or something, like, really how crank up I just the rivalry thought of this. to a new level. How, much, how great would it be to put Roman on a losing streak? It would be interesting. I people would, be would just say People would just say that they're stealing it from Kenny Omega, <laughs> which they kind of are, but it nah. would still work. It'd be good. No, nah, I, I think it would work, but who knows. Um... All right, Nakamura versus Miz, IC title. I, it's Miz because right now Jericho holds the record for most Intercontinental title <laughs> runs, and that can't last. So That's a great not... point. Yep. That's a great point. All right, uh, U.S. title, AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, 100%, this is going to be the best match on the card. Like, it's not even a question. And uh, I say they just they keep with AJ because they're, they're doing a thing with heel AJ. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But it's going to be awesome. 
Oh man, that I actually really want to watch. Um, that's gonna be great. Yeah, that's right. gonna be a great match. Uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman as tag team champions versus Ziggler and uh, Robert Roode. We can skip that, and because uh, it's not a tag team titles match. Um, then the real tag team titles: New Day versus the Revival. I didn't even realize New Day was tag team champions again. Um, or I, I just didn't realize they were champions. And uh, the revival, uh, the revival wins. I think it, it, whatever you do with Kofi is what happens here. If Kofi wins, the New Day wins. If they lose, then Kofi loses. Just knock everybody down to ground level if that's how you're going to do it. That's fair. And then uh, women's tag team titles: Alexa, Nikki, and it's Alexa and Nikki. Wait, who are who's Fire and Desire? It's Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Okay, yeah, no, uh, Alexa and Nikki are winning that. Yes. Um, yep. and then Drew Gulak versus Humberto Carrillo versus Lin- uh, Lince Dorado for the cruiserweight title. Um, uh, who- probably Drew Gulak's just gonna keep it. Uh, does he have it? Then yeah, yeah. he's gonna. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say whoever retains. That's that's it. <laughs> All right. So there we go. Thanks for listening to our after Hooray! the fact. Uh, wrestling picks for class champions that I didn't even know was happening till just now. Um, well, I knew it was happening. I just didn't realize it was tonight. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, uh, another, another bit. I haven't played it yet, but ESPN 2K5 is in my possession now. I haven't had a chance to play it because I've been busy all weekend, but it is, I, I have it. So for next week, uh, hopefully if I can find the time to figure it out, I can give everyone an update on the uh, David Arquette gameplay scenario, and yeah, perf- it's going to be awesome. Perfect. I was going to ask, but since you haven't played it yet, I guess we'll have to wait another week. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be fun. And if it's everything I hope it is going to be, we might just do a whole. Uh, uh, I don't know how streaming stuff works, but we might have to do something like that for like our YouTube channel because that would be. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. All right. So that does it for all that stuff. All right, Harris. How about we start off with the topic for this week? And uh, do you want to do you want to kind of lead us in? You want you want to ask me about it? <laughs> uh, sure. Hey, Mark. What's your topic for this week? You want to you want to tell us about it? I, I would love to tell you about it, except I don't have one for this week. Um, so, yeah. Cool. So, I was really hoping, first of all, I was really hoping I would start to talk and you would say, it doesn't matter! <laughs> something like that. I thought that was a bit. I thought you were setting me up for something, which I guess you were. But, you know. Yeah, I'm really disappointed that this happened this way because I was really hoping Harris would do it without it because every time I intro him, I always say I hope he has a topic. Mm, um, that's true. Well, I didn't even think about it because, I don't know, I guess the premise of the question was, yeah, he's got a topic. That's fine. Yeah, well, I don't. Um, I didn't have Man, time we this week. We uh, could have talked about Clash of Champions for a lot longer. <laughs> We, we, sitting, we still can now. I don't care. Um, I was sitting here thinking, well, we better hurry up, you know, so we can get to the topic. So it's not an hour and a half long. But Well, that's why I've literally talked about so many things. And we've been recording for over half an hour 
Gotcha. Um, we'll see. No, we're pretty close then. We can just ad lib something for another. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was planning on because, uh, yeah, with with the with where I'm working now, it was all day Friday and all yeah. day Saturday, and then today yeah. I had a broadcast game I had to do, and before I knew it, it was like Thursday, and I was like. No, I didn't think about it till Friday, and I was like, oh, man, I, I haven't done a topic yet. Because I usually <laughs> just do it on the weekend at some point. Yeah, same. And, uh, yeah, so my lack of planning ahead and being busy, and I realized I, – I even thought I was like, well, maybe if I do it, like, into, t- into like, the night here. And I was like, nope, nope, I'm just going to – and then I was like, oh, well, then we might just not have one this week. That's fine. And then I was like, you know what? No, we will have one this week somehow. No, so it's cool. I mean – yeah, shout out to Clash of Champions for <laughs> helping us get close. Um, no, okay, Harris. Well, I don't. I don't want to talk about Clash of Champions because I don't know anything about it and I don't care. All right. Okay. Um. Oh, can we talk about the fact that it's really dumb that AEW hasn't announced a show for Atlanta yet, even though they're partially based there? And I just it still hasn't about- announced a show there. We've talked about this so many times. I don't care. I don't know it's what still else we can they say. just they just released a new thing of like here's more dates and I, and it still wasn't there and I was like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie. I don't want this to happen, but it would be very funny if they went out of business without ever coming to Atlanta. Like if after to- two months Tony Khan was like, Nah, I'm bored. I'm gonna stop funding this, and then it just <laughs> it just all went belly up, and they never came to Atlanta. That would be kind of funny, like objectively. No. No, it would not, Harris. It would not be funny. It would it okay. would not be funny. Okay, uh-huh. you know what else is there? You you lied to me. You told me that the NWA uh, TV tapings were sold out. That is I not thought true. That they were. Just the first one was. The the second day was not sold out. It might be now, but because my dad was telling me about it, and they were they were they're not sold out yet. Oh so. shoot! Well, I was mistaken then. I thought I saw on Twitter they were both sold out. Yeah, and so you need to hurry up and get done with all your stupid tax stuff so we can actually yeah, go to shows. I would love that. I'll get back to you in a month, all right? The and, first deadline And is... even uh, SmackDown is in town on Tuesday. This Tuesday. This it's Tuesday? in Atlanta, yeah. And, oh, and still... so, yeah, but I didn't even bother asking you because I was like, oh, he has his stupid taxes stuff. I do. It's very annoying. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm shocked that this is like, – I always figured I would be the one to not have a topic. <laughs> because especially right now, like, you, you know, I could still find time to watch SmackDown, I guess. But, like, literally, I'm lucky if I get home before SmackDown goes off the air. Just between, like, working and then going to the gym and then getting home. Right. I could watch the last hour of Raw if I wanted to. I usually don't want to. Right. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> well, just, and now Monday Night Football started, so nobody well, wants to. Well, hey, yeah, that depends on the team. I don't know. That's fair. Uh, That's I don't fair. know. Okay, so I'm we we're still a few months away from figuring this out, but we got to figure out how we're going to roll XFL coverage into this podcast because oh it is Vince's gosh. baby. Oh my gosh! I didn't even think of that. That's a great idea. We yeah, could have a whole other podcast each, called the XFL Experience. Yeah. There, well, there's no there's no team in Atlanta, so yeah. So that that that's why I haven't been as excited. Well, I was going to say, so we each need to pick one and just have a really heated XFL rivalry. Preferably, like, I don't know if they have divisions. Probably not. I don't know what the structure is like. It's probably like a round-robin thing. There's only eight teams. they got to have two divisions of four. I mean, I can't imagine them not doing that. Maybe. 
You know, is the AFL still in business? The Arena no, Football League? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still going, but there's just it's not that many teams. It's only four teams, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. four teams constantly playing each other. Yeah, there's That's less and less hilarious. and less teams. Right. Uh, I really hope they get down to just two teams and it becomes sort of a Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> situation. By the way, I I don't know if there's a topic on this, but y'all reach out to us if you can think of anything else like the Harlem Globetrotters that's worked but isn't wrestling. I don't know if there's enough out there for a topic, but I find that idea really Ooh. interesting. Oh, I, I know. Like I got it. I, I know, Harris. The tool okay. race at the Braves games. Yes! Okay, <laughs> listen to me. Drill is an absolute champion, and he deserves no, better. No, 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 no. The bucket's the heel, and he's the best. Fill the bucket. Fill the bucket was, can win every I single time. To, if he, if he didn't want to just beat the crap. Fill the bucket could beat the crap and win every time if he didn't uh, more enjoy inflicting pain on the other people. I know. I hate him. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the absolute worst. But yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So one, if you're listening to this and you've made it this far after we said we didn't have a topic, thank you. I assume we know you personally because otherwise why would you do this? I don't but even know two, what I'm going to call this episode. Seriously, hit us up on Twitter. Give us other examples of... Of this. Oh, just call it Mark Forgot a Topic. Just do that. I don't want to spoil it, though. (laughs) I want people to listen thinking there's something going to be there. That's true. Well, just call it like Mark's Best Episode or something something like that. Like, allude to it. That's a good idea. I am going to do something like that. Or Mark's Mystery Box. Yeah, there we go. But, like, let us know if you can think of other things like that. Because I would love to do, like, a grab bag episode on that stuff one day. I find that really interesting. Yeah, that is. Yeah, definitely hit us up on Twitter uh, at behind underscore gorilla or at uh, Harris's Twitter page at Harris Wilson. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to think like I know the Globetrotters is the big one. I'm trying to think if there's anything else out there that's like that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't but know. I don't know. There's I just... not a lot. There's that's for sure. I just remember as a kid, you go to see the Globetrotters and I assume they still do it this way. But the first half is, like, super storyline-driven. Like, there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of cutting up. You know, one of them gets fouled and goes to the free-throw line and, you know, makes him shooting between his legs or whatever. Like, there's just – there's more storyline going on. Mm -hmm. And then in the second half, they're like, nah, let's just play basketball a little bit. And it's so (laughs) boring because it's just a basketball game for the second half. And I always – I, I never watched wrestling as a kid, but I always thought, well, this first half was really fun, and the second half kind of sucked because <laughs> they're working us in the first half, and that's super fun. Right. I didn't know it at the time, but, yeah, it's just pro wrestling. That's pretty great. Yeah, no, uh, it, it definitely is. I mean, I don't know. If you just want to say, f- like, like live theater or something, like half of that stuff just feels like it. Yeah, medieval times, I think. That's oh, the other that's one. a great idea. Yes, and, yes. Again, like, if you had asked me in seventh grade, like, hey, what do you think of professional wrestling? I would have been like, oh, that, that's super fake, right? That's kind of dumb. But in seventh grade, we went on a field trip to medieval times, and I lost oh, okay. my mind. I never went. It was so I've never fun. been. Oh, dude. It's just, it's wrestling. It's wrestling, but in armor. Like, it really is. It's like a little NXT venue, and there's, you know, like, all these different knights fighting for the honor of the princess, and one of them's a bad guy, and, like, he turns heel halfway through, like, you just know. And It's awesome, dude. It's a tournament thing. It's so fun. It's like a one-night wrestling show. Okay, that is pretty awesome. <laughs> Maybe we'll, 
Maybe we'll do this. Once work slows down, me and you will just go to medieval times and do an episode on that. <laughs> and just and just have have the recorder going and just oh, record well, us being at medieval times. Or I'm no, just we just let's we... just film it for YouTube. Oh yeah, that's fine. They let you do that. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say we just do a recap. We just do Mark's first medieval that, times experience. That's fine with me. All right, all right. We're gonna add that. that to the list. This is exciting. This is already a productive episode. Yeah. So we definitely have to get to a NWA taping. Um, yeah, yeah. We refuse to go to AEW until they come to Atlanta. Well, and... yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna do that anyway. Like, I'm not driving to Charlotte. <laughs> Sorry. I wouldn't do that for like any other wrestling show short of punk coming back i would travel for that but otherwise no i'm not gonna do that and uh then medieval time okay fair enough also we need to go to some of that georgia premier wrestling which is actually really fun in canton yes Uh, dude we gotta go after october 15th let me know when they come back because i'm absolutely down well they're there like every every month or usually okay they usually have a show like once a month or something like that so definitely need to do that um, that that's a local wrestling promotion uh, based just north of Atlanta, where I've been to several. Me and my dad have been to several shows, and they're they're fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, do you want to keep talking about the XFL? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah. I yeah. just pulled up their website because I wanted to see if they had divisions or anything there, and they uh-huh. don't have anything like that. But yeah, they have all the teams up because you know they they announce like the names and and the logos and all that stuff. Right. Did you know they have a write-up on, like, each team? Yeah, they're terrible. They're great! This is awesome! The Dallas Renegades, deep in the heart of Texas, beats a different kind of pulse. A spirit untamed. A swagger that can't be denied. There needs to be some music playing in the background. Oh, I'll put some music in the background. Where big meets bold meets badass. This is Outlaw Country, inside the lines. This is Hell on Wheels, between the hash marks. This is their home on the range. The Dallas Renegades, Raising Hell, February 2020. What is this, a movie trailer, a bad movie pr- See, like, trailer this, script? This is the thing that kind of is bothering me about the XFL right now, is I feel like last time they tried it, they were coming out with all these... And I'm sure they'll wait until, like, the NFL starts to heat up a little bit. But they were like, yeah, we're going to have, like, different rules. And there's no celebration penalties. And you can put the names on the back of your jerseys. And we're going to start the game with a scramble instead of a coin toss. Are they going to do that again? I don't know. But there was actual, like, football gimmickry involved. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They, They had cameras on the field during plays. This is like this is like all sizzle and no steak, and I'm sure they're going to add more like about the actual rules at some point. But like, I don't need a two paragraph write up of the St. Louis Battle Hawks. Just like, tell me what the fun <laughs> gimmicks are going to be. You know, like you need to be a little more fun and goofy than the AAF. Rest in peace. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You um, can't just throw these comic book bios at us. Okay. <laughs> They're okay, all wait, one sentence. Wait, what is Harris, this? Harris, Harris. Okay. Let, let's just go back and forth, alternate our reading of these things very dramatically. Okay, perfect, so so perfect. do do yes. Houston. We got Houston next. Okay. Okay. We're just going to go down the line here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do them all. Two teams in Texas already, by the way. Yeah. All right. It's big. Everything's bigger. Houston Roughnecks. Okay. So we had the Renegades. We now have the Roughnecks. 
more of a general concept, really. A little bit. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Resolute. Rippling with heat. Railing against fatigue. I'm sorry, can I interrupt <laughs> myself here? I'm just, we're gonna do, this okay, is the episode. What y'all. does that this, even mean? This is the new episode. Rippling with heat. So all, like, they're just working out. That's all we have <laughs> That's so what it sounds, but what is Rip- railing against the fatigue? Is that like leaning against a rail? It's the third sentence, they're already tired. Yeah, like, they don't sound like a good team. No, they don't. <laughs> Resolute. Well, what are they? Well, they're certainly rippling with heat. You know Vince McMahon wrote these or at least signed <laughs> off on them. You gotta talk oh, about how they're rippling with the heat. 100%. Vince, what are they? They're just real rough guys. They're just rough. Like rednecks? Yeah, but they're roughnecks. Okay. Wait, okay, wait. It gets better. You guys ready? Okay, this is the fourth line. Unceasing and often unseen. They labor deep in the trenches. <laughs> now we're in World War One. Yep, now we're in World <laughs> War One. Unceasing and often unseen. Not always. Wait, so are, always. They, are they on TV or, or not? Oh, man. I, I just feel no, like wait, that defeats wait. the purpose. We're going to take a turn back into the World War One direction because the next line describes them as mercenaries in the muck. That is 100%. Brawlers in blackened dirt. Yes, we are in World War One, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what this sounds like, really? Like, if they realized, okay, we only have eight teams, so let's try to create teams with bios that will appeal to everyone's demographic. Like, I'm going to read the Roughnecks bio and be like, yeah, that also describes me. So I'm going to root for them. That's what it feels (laughs) like. Like, it's a lifestyle sort of thing. Yeah, it does. Okay, not just for three hours, not just when the lights are bright. These are the scratching, grinding, never-bending few. The Houston Roughnecks going to work for you now it rhymes <laughs> and i really hope that this is a song of some kind it, it should be it sh- i want a really team song be. for all of these people like a it's, rap it's gotta happen it's i do happen. i want a fight song i wonder how much season tickets cost so that's the houston roughnecks it sounds like they're literally just day laborers like that seems to be it sounds like an advertisement for like a handyman company it does (laughs) oh my goodness so that's great all right all right Um, so we got we got the two texas ones out of the way so now we're gonna go in a little bit more flamboyant direction we're gonna go into the wild world of los angeles california the home of our patron saint david arquette Woo. um all right, so uh, the these are they're not called the Los Angeles Locos, which they really should have been. Uh, again, call back to last week's episode. I'm gonna I'll play the game eventually. Um, they're called the Los Angeles Wildcats. Is there a more okay? It's like lion, tiger, bear, wildcat, right? As the most generic term ever, cowboy. Maybe that's which is one. weird because everything else, all of these other names are like too unique. Like they're trying too hard not to be generic. Yeah. Except for L.A. and they just phoned that one right in. So I'm excited to see what they have to say about the most boring team name of all. Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple other boring ones. New York and Washington are both pretty boring. But uh, we'll we'll get to those in a minute. Okay, so here we go. Los Angeles Wildcats. <laughs> In the land of bright lights, 
far from the flash and fame. They've already begun to prowl. Okay, hold on. Um, how did we just go from the land of bright lights, far from flash and fame? They've already begun to prowl. What do you mean far from the flash and fame? They're, it's Los Angeles. Are they <laughs> right. not in like, Los Angeles? If Are it they was somewhere San Diego else? or anywhere else, then that would make a lot more sense. Right. I mean, if it said like Orange County or something, like that would that would make a little bit more sense. How is this far? No, the Houston Roughnecks are far from the Flash and Fame. We went over right, that. Right, that's their whole that's their whole thing. They're, they're in the Flash and Fame. I don't understand. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so they've they've already begun to prowl. We we've gotten that out of the way. Enter their den, and be dominated. Okay, hold on. We gotta stop again. <laughs> Look, I there had to have been. Like, meetings about, you know, each one of these sentences. I, I want to think that there was at least a meeting per sentence. I, I, I really hope that that's the case, because that, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, that sentence sounds doesn't sound great. Um, it, it, it doesn't sound family-friendly, to be honest with no. you. That makes me think they should have been called the Los Angeles Cougars. Yeah, dude! That would be my team instantly. <laughs> if they were the Los Angeles Cougars and every line was just some sort of weird innuendo that you're like, like, did they mean to do that? I can't tell, but it seems like they did. Oh, oh that'd be amazing. Okay, so if you enter their den, you're going to be dominated. We went over that. But if you run away... Okay, okay, so we got into their den and be dominated. Run away and be ripped apart. This is prime time meets primal instinct. This is showtime with a snarl. This all does sound very kinky. This is our time to roar. The, the LA Wildcats unleashed. That that's that's it. Great. Um great. This is I really wish our tagline for our podcast was this is showtime with a snarl. <laughs> Because I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so that's another winner. So uh, now we got to move on to New York. Yep, yep. Okay, so this this is certainly interesting. They're the New York Guardians. Which is a generic term. It, it is fairly generic. But unless, the logo... unless you put a little of the galaxy on the end, then that'd be great. Is that like a New York Red Bull sort of situation where like they're sponsored by their mascot? I'd be fine with that. That would be interesting. They should all be, man, they should all be sponsored. That would also be super interesting. That would be funny. The Los Angeles Wendy's. That's it. It's just <laughs> Wendy's. That would be amazing. It would be. The, that would be great. We are already okay. running this league better than okay. Vince is running and this Think league. of this. You know how great all the fast food places has, have become on Twitter because of yeah. Wendy's? And they're yeah. all good now. Most of them yeah. are good. Imagine like that you know with teams yes it would be very that would be incredible okay so anyway they're not doing that they're just the guardians which is pretty generic but the logo almost makes it look like a gargoyle it might be a cat of some sort yeah i don't know what that is but i'm gonna choose to believe it's gargoyles because that's actually pretty cool sure and we're gonna yeah see this is this is what makes me think of gargoyles again so we're gonna start reading this is actually sort of um 
sort of helpful. Okay. Sentries carved of stone. That sentries like people who keep watch over something. <laughs> yeah, not, not centuries not... like hundreds of years. Right. Watchdogs over the metropolis. A prehistoric predator. Wait a, a minute. Beast... Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Yep. We we already have uh, contradicted ourselves here, Harris. Um. Mm-hmm. So they're watchdogs over the metropolis. What? What? Yep. Uh, metropolis meaning, of course, a uh, large city. Um, yep. But they're a prehistoric predator. Yep. Okay. Just see, this just makes me think. Okay. This makes me think of the animated television show Gargoyles, which I forgot about that shit. That's that's literally like the whole premise is that they're like sentient gargoyles that I believe live on a castle, like they're magical and they live on a castle in medieval times, and then like something about the magic breaks and they no longer come to life, and then the statues from the castle are taken and put on a new skyscraper in New York City and then they come to life okay, and yes, this then is they're 100% like ancient that show. yeah like I really think like whoever was in charge of coming up with teams was like why don't we just do that <laughs> because that's what let's keep going let's keep going Okay. a beast evolves turned loose in a new kind of jungle all teeth and talons eyes unblinking alright hold on I they gotta stop know, you again yep um, yep, yep. Teeth and talons. So what? Now it's a, it's so yes. It sounds like now it sounds like a bird. It didn't sound yep. like a bird before, and now it mm-hmm. does. There's only things with talons and eyes and blinking. That sounds like a bird too. So okay. Yep. Um, does this sound like a bird? They know fear because they feed off it. Oh, <laughs> uh, now 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 it's it. Mm-hmm. They are your first line of defense, and there is no need for a second. The New York Guardians, on duty. Wait, now they're police? Like what? No, I'm I'm very confused. They're just they're just they're just vigilant. I don't I don't know what to tell you. They're I think watching what it over was is someone was like, "All right, we we got a New York football team." Their initials have to be NYG, just so we get some extra clicks with people trying to find the Giants. So, <laughs> na- name them something with a G. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, that's uh, actually that's pretty brilliant. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm impressed by that because that's absolutely what happened. <laughs> we we went. I don't even know what a, what this guardian is supposed to be because we went through about thirty different things it could have potentially been based on. I'm, uh, those that paragraph i'm telling you it's literally a stone gargoyle that's, uh, that's what i that's want to what believe. it is i'm gonna look up the show i'm gonna <laughs> look up the show right now just to like i'm telling you i never even i just i know for a fact that that's the premise oh man i i wouldn't be surprised wouldn't be surprised the series features a species of nocturnal creatures known as gargoyles that turn to stone during the day in the year 994 the clan lives in a castle in scotland most are whoa most are betrayed and killed by humans, and the remainder are magically cursed to sleep. What? <laughs> Until the castle rises above the clouds. A millennium later, in 1994, billionaire David Xanatos purchases the Gargoyles Castle and has it reconstructed atop his New York skyscraper, awakening Goliath and the remainder of his Gargoyle clan. Why, so that's, why does it why does it matter if they're up in the air? 
Well, because the curse that cursed them to sleep said, until the castle rises above the clouds. So was that one of those, those curses where they're like, oh, that'll never happen? Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. okay, it's gotcha. like a, yeah, when pigs fly sort of thing. But then it actually was raised above the clouds, and they're magically brought to life. And I don't know, looking out for New York City. There was gargoyle genocide, y'all. Anyway, wow. okay, that's your fourth XFL team. All right, we're moving on, and this one's great because there's not a single sentence more than four words. Um, Okay, so we're moving on into the Midwest. This is the St. Louis Battlehawks, which is actually a pretty cool name. All right. Winged warriors. Preparing for flight. Preparing to fight. (laughs) It rhymes. Literally just took out the L in the entire sentence, and it's the same sentence. They await their orders. Then attack is won. Diving, dodging, swooping, striking. Their mission, create chaos. Their mandate, win at all costs. The St. Louis Battlehawks, clear to engage. That Okay, that is the perfect team for like a kid with ADD because every yeah. sentence is like, is literally four words or less and every thought changes in like every sentence. See, I feel like, here's the thing. This, more than any other team, feels like a team that I would have made up when I was, like, 12. Yes! Oh, my gosh, yes, it does. 100%. This is is something someone's kid made up. Yeah. Which, like, hey, if that's their demographic, that's pretty smart. It is. This appeals to seven-year-olds everywhere. This would appeal to seven-year-old Mark. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so that was more of a boring one. That one wasn't nearly as exciting as the other it's, ones. Well, it's ve- it's the weirdest one. It's the most abstract one. I think that's my favorite thing. Yeah, sure, sure. All right, so we gotta mo- we're gonna move also, on. Also, I love how like, yeah. No, go this ahead. This is a uh, this this is not one you get a lot. Well, I was just gonna say first of all, I love that the Houston Roughnecks are just like, yeah, we'll do your landscaping, and the St. Louis <laughs> Battlehawks are like, we're Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a wide range, a wide range of. of and then we got the uh, Los Angeles Cougars also. Yeah. Technically, isn't a cougar technically a version of a wildcat? I, I mean, don't, I don't know I, how the descriptions work, but that's what I'm going to believe. Just like if we're going with gargoyles for New York, we're going with cougars for Los Angeles. Yeah. We're gonna go with I. I mean, technically, like any lion or tiger is a wild cat, right? Like, yeah. If it were wild space that's what I thought. cat, that would be a lot more interesting. Like that's what it's I thought. Just a lot of them. Anyway, okay, so we're we're moving on again. This at least, it's concrete. It's an animal. Well, uh, kind of. It might not know what kind. It might not know what kind of animal. We'll get to the description in a second. It's not <laughs> a real animal. It's a mythical animal, but that's fine. Uh, it's it's the Seattle Dragons, y'all. All right. Uh, they're going with, you know, they got that classic, uh, sort of greenish color scheme, I guess, blends in with Seattle. But at any rate, the first line, we're already in trouble here because the first line is rising from the turbulent sea. Oh no. So they're, they're sea monsters. They're Be not careful. dragons. Dragon mythology doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon is used very loosely. Because of, <sighs> yeah. Beneath. Okay. Okay. Beneath the darkening skies of their weather-hardened home, relentless, ruthless, ravenous. Wait, what's their home? 
I Seattle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense. Darkening, darkening skies. Yes, that that definitely makes sense. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, okay. It, it checks out. I think out. this is the only. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the only place. I guess New York references the metropolis. Yeah. This is the only place to like reference the geography of where they're from, isn't it? I guess Los Angeles has uh, the I, I think, lights and yeah, and I think too. I think they all have actually. I think Houston something like that. They talked or Dallas talked about open range. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Not of mythology, but of muscle and might. <laughs> but but it is mythology. It is mythology. No, you're <laughs> correct. But wait, it's even better. Not of folklore, but of football. <laughs> So what's, it's like they got halfway through and they're like, just be clear, this isn't actually a real dragon, it's a football team. <laughs> right. We, we don't want to get sued in just case so you know, because again, you know, thinks. This almost sounds like something from the Cougars. This is your darkest fantasy. <laughs> wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. This is your darkest fantasy. In cleats. <laughs> gotta, gotta clarify that there. <laughs> the Seattle Dragons. <sighs> breathing fire so we pivoted back okay well that's good to the mythical creature because at first it was like hey there's dragons coming out of the sea and it's dark but they're a football team actually they're, <laughs> they're not really dragons right they're just they they wear cleats and they're breathing fire and, and they're, they're gonna for you. and and, th- and they're your darkest fantasy yeah oh man <laughs> oh man that was great that was great. That yeah, might that was be a fun my, one. That might be my favorite line, like my favorite sentence so far. <laughs> it's your worst. I'm your worst nightmare. That was great. All right, so we're going to move on. So we're going to move on to a team that hired a uh, kid who had just learned Microsoft Paint to make the logo. <laughs> oh, man. This is... And we're, yeah, we're, down, we're down in, uh, in, you know, we're down below the south. We're, 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 in, we're in Tampa, Florida for the Tampa Bay oh. Vipers. Um, and their logo is literally a V, but the inside is colored yellow instead of the rest of the V being green. So it, it makes like little fang looking things and that's it. Like, like a snake, Mark. It's very clever. I mean, it is kind of smart, but I just feel like if you were going to do the minimalist thing like this, it could have looked better. Um, anyway, all right, let's, let's see what this is. So the Tampa Bay Vipers. In the shadows, they wait. Demons born in darkness. Okay, hold on. I think <laughs> I think the pe- the person who wrote the Tampa Bay Vipers one had just read the one proposed by Seattle and was like, "Wait a minute, wait. We all have to do mythic." Okay, and then rewrote real quick. <laughs> This second line. They're like, oh, that sounds... They're in the meeting, like, editing on the fly. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, that one's good. I'm going to use that. Out our demons in darkness. All right. Because um, that line sounds like it was literally taken from the original pitch from the Seattle Dragons and just moved over to the Vipers. All right. Hunters by instinct. Cold-blooded by nature. Their bite? Unavoidable. Their grip? Inescapable. They slither and stalk their competition, slurring all who challenge them. Wait for it. Into the jaws of defeat. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Vipers ready to strike. I, I just said it the way they wrote it. You know, I just said they, I they put, they no, put okay. little three dots after luring all who challenge them, and then add the three dots into the you know into the jaws of defeat. 
So yeah, I you know I just I say right. what I like read. they literally said wait for it. Yeah, they literally put in the description of wait for it. So this is clearly the other teams. It's going to be kind of hard to pick, but this is clearly like the Randy Orton is going to be the mascot for this franchise, right? Uh, oh, I hope so. Obviously, he he better he better like do the coin flip for their first game. I love the idea of them just keeping him as a mascot, like Mike the Tiger. Like he's got to imagine. No, no, no. Imagine if Randy Orton wasn't the mascot, but they made a mascot suit looking like Randy Orton. (laughs) Randy Orton. That's what it was. So few people would understand that. But it would be great. Oh, it would be be easily my favorite team if if they did that. Mm, That is a pretty good idea. I do like that. Man, all right, we got we got one more Harris. Let's send it home with a bang. All right, let's bring it home. So I think – I'm going to be honest with you. I think after Los Angeles, this is the most generic name. Uh, I'm shocked that it isn't already uh, an MLS team because it just sounds like one. The DC Defenders. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to play football. Yeah, I mean that's really – the logo looks like it too. Like the rest of these – are at least weird and they're kind of out there, even if Los Angeles is pretty cliched. This is pretty basic. I'm a little but, disappointed. But, but hang on. I'm also disappointed. So, do, like, do, do they score points? Do, <laughs> do, they, have, do they have a quarterback? It's going to be great if one way or another, right? I, because... I just can't wait for, for the first broadcaster to say, and starting on the defender's offensive line. <laughs> Well, no, they defend the quarterback, so that makes a little more sense. <laughs> yeah, if you if you work it that way, sure. I mean, it's great either way, right? Because either they have a really dominant defense, and it's like, ooh, the DC defenders, or they just have like an incredible offense, and people are like more like the DC offenders, right? Well, right? Uh, yeah. Well, then they can just say, you know, the what the best. Oh no, never mind. That goes the other way around. Forget it. Like you don't like. I don't know. You're you're right. I didn't think about that, but you don't usually have football teams that could be considered football words, you know? Like there's never the uh I don't know, like the South Carolina running backs. That's not a football <laughs> team. That doesn't work. You're just opening yourself up to a lot of issues. So what are they they're really they're going for a patriotic vibe here. Okay. Um and really not not accomplishing much of anything. On the shoulders of giants. Wait a minute. They hold on, hold on, hold on, yep. hold on, hold on. Yep. Yep. Which, which Giants? The, the New York I, Giants? The Founding Fathers. The San Francisco presume, Giants? Mark, you commie, you dirty commie <laughs> bastard. Yeah, the Founding Fathers. <laughs> they weren't all Giants, though, were they? I don't, George Washington, George Washington was, like was six big. Feet tall. He, he was, was a, a big guy. He was huge. He was a big guy. It could be, I mean, it could just be, it could be Big Show. That's the other option. Is That's It could be true. like Big Show's team, and That's he supports true. them on his giant shoulders. Okay. I, I saw him do that with Rey Mysterio once, and then Rey Mysterio did a splash over the off his shoulders, and it was awesome. <laughs> okay, well there you go. So the DC Defenders, they don't deserve to be Rey Mysterio, but they're going for a ride on Big Show's shoulders. Let's go with that. Okay, fair enough. Unconquerable, unyielding. Again, we're with these stupid one-word sentences. Marching ever forward, which makes sense because <laughs> Big Show is just gonna, you know, he's hard to stop. Yeah, it's true. A force united. Great. One quest. One purpose. One resolve. Seeking glory through grit. That's the best line so far of this. 
I guess. <laughs> Victory through valor. The DC Defenders taking their stand. February 2020. Boy, man, I'm with you. That we shouldn't have started with that one, or we shouldn't have ended with that one. We should have started yeah, with that one. Oh it's well. It's just it's such a disappointing conglomerate. The others of words are so much are... better than that one. Yeah, but it's also it is kind of Washington D.C. in a nutshell. Like it's just That's kind true. of bland and bureaucratic, and like just exists because they know they can sell tickets to like Senate interns and stuff. Like it's right. venues for people to go and network. It's fair. Watch them win the whole, watch them just be incredible. Watch them win the league and like go undefeated. <laughs> Their coach is a man named Pep Hamilton, which is already the most interesting thing about them. I agree with that. I agree. Okay. With that. So, okay. Harris. So, so we yeah. finished with that. Do you want to, uh, right now pick which team we're going to be a diehard fan of? I, I was just about to get to that. So okay. I'm thinking, okay, I, I, I have two thoughts here. Judging, like, going by, like, purely five-year-old rules and just picking the teams that, like, seem the coolest with the coolest logos, mm-hmm. I'm kind of feeling partial to either the Dallas Renegades or the New York Guardians. I sure. like the Guardians because of the Gargoyles thing. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm kind of feeling that. What about what about you? What are you thinking before I, we lock this in, I I I think I I think I'm with you, and I'm I, I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling the Dallas Renegades. They, okay, they're, they're speaking to my my uh my kid self of looking at this logo and being like, you know what, that's awesome. Like that's I would have cool definitely I would have definitely used that logo in my create a college football team on NCAA for yeah, sure. Absolutely, and well, and it feels like I don't know. I think it's kind of hilarious that all of the other teams are pretty. I, I get like original. Some are more boring than others, but they're at least like their own thing. Both of the Dallas, both of the Texas teams are just the Texas NFL teams, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. And before that, the Houston yeah, Oilers. Oilers. Guess what yep. the Roughnecks logo is? That's right. Yeah, it's just an oil tower. Right. It's just the Cowboys and the Texans. Like exactly. It is. So my other thought was that we could pick, we could like accelerate the rivalry by picking the two Texas teams. But I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of hate the Roughnecks just on general principle. I don't want to root for them. Yeah, that's fair. No, I feel you. The logo's just the Oilers logo. Yep. And the description is pretty dumb and kind of not that exciting. So I think I'm going to go with the Guardians. So we're locking it in. Locking it in. Watch right. them be in different divisions and never play each other. Never once. They both go winless. <laughs> no, they got to. Everyone's got to play with only eight teams. You, yeah, surely. I mean, unless the league folds after four games, which is also a possibility. That that is a strong possibility. That would be pretty funny too. But all right, so now we've, we've locked it in. We got okay. we got diehard fans of the Dallas Renegades and the New York Guardians. I will be getting a T-shirt whenever they. Oh, let's see. Do they I'm have looking them at the now? Merch now? Okay, the New York Guardians merch pretty cool i'm not hey, gonna lie i already found lie. the one i'm gonna get dude I, yeah i'm not gonna lie there, there's some decent stuff on here this like baby blue renegade shirt is pretty dope yeah i'm looking at that right now now i'm looking at your merch that's pretty cool stuff i wish they would do i mean i'm sure if they last long enough they'll add other kinds of merchandise but like it would be great if they let them do the customized names again because like a vintage he hate me jersey would be really cool yeah, that would be pretty cool. Except there's not the, the those teams. 
the same teams, but right, right, right. No, I know, but I would like if they stuck around for a couple years and brought back like vintage XFL teams, that would be fun. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, but the, the funniest thing is this whole shop thing literally is just like a red bubble thing of like custom things where you can just change the color on everything because nothing's actually made. Yeah, and that's kind of funny. Well, it's like the WWE custom tees, which was a yeah. great idea. Yeah, yeah, it is like that. I agree with that. Okay, they give you a lot of color options that just aren't available. <laughs> Which, like, I wasn't going to order them anyway, but you just click on it and it says unavailable. It's like, well, don't, don't show up then. Yeah, don't, anyway, don't be there. I think this worked out really well, Mark. I think this was a great yeah. episode. Definitely one of your best. And uh, Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm real proud of it. it. It was a lot of work went into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot, lot of preparation, and we were able to somehow make this thing an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, we were, because we're professionals. We're good at this. We are. And so, if you enjoyed our non-episode episode, let us know, because if you really like this, then we don't even have to try anymore. Um, <laughs> and that would I will cool. say, I don't think we could do this every week, but you know. No, 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 we couldn't. Um, so yeah, if you if you listen this whole episode, wow, and. Uh, yeah, if you did and you enjoyed it, go ahead, leave us a uh, leave us a rating and a review on, it- on iTunes. Although maybe you shouldn't after this episode, but go back and listen to other episodes and then maybe leave us a, a rating and review on iTunes. Um, th- there's more preparation in e- literally every single other episode we've ever done. Um, follow us on Twitter at behind underscore gorilla. You can also follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. And I'm at Harris Wilson. So go ahead and do that. Uh, All the updates for the show, when episodes come out, all that stuff, you can find. And the links to everything all on the Twitter page. Also, just general wrestling tweets that me and Harris have throughout the week or when shows are going on. Um, Yeah, I I don't really have anything else, Harris. There's not anything really going on with David Arquette for for a What's Up with David Arquette. Nothing. Although he did shave his head. He has a buzz cut now for, for some role that... He, okay. Uh, he's doing. I'm not sure what what it what it was for, what role it was for, but I did notice that. So that I guess that's news. I'm definitely that's yeah, that's cool. Good for him. So so there we go. That's our that's our what's up with David Arquette segment. Um Yeah, that that's all I got. Great. So thanks for listening to this non episode episode of us rambling forever. And uh, hopefully you actually tune in again next week. Maybe we'll actually talk about wrestling next week. Who we knows? Might. Who's to say? You never know. You'll never know what you're going to get, so you always got to tune in. That, that's our new, that's our <laughs> new uh, format. You never know what you're going to sure. get. All right, thanks a lot for listening, guys, and we will talk to you next week.